Welcome to episode 18 of You Will Get Blisters. You all right then, Em? I'm good. I tell you what, you're looking a new woman, aren't you? I'm feeling a lot fresher today than I was last recording session, that's for well, sure. Well, last recording session, we you did a code. Do you want to talk about the COVID test? Yeah, so I think we... S- did we say, oh, it's come back negative on the actual... I don't think we did, no, but I said she's not well. I said, do you need to do it? Just to know, not that, you know, well, there's I, any I was, I was thinking of going to see my nan. That was and then it. I said, have you done a test? Who does tests these days? And we had one left in the drawer next to me, so I did it. <laughs> and it came back very, very faint, but I didn't notice it until the end of the end of the recording. So I didn't go and see my nan, alerted my parents... And my dad brought another test round. Tom did one and he was slap bang in the middle of COVID. He was riddled because you'd said, oh, Tom's not well. And he had a horrendous fever. Mm. Well, there we are again, another dose of the COVID. So still doing the rounds. But yeah, I have to say, you look, you've got, your eyes are bright again, you know, you're back you in the You look a million dollars. You do. <laughs> you look so poorly. That Saturday we did that episode, logged on to this call. I thought, hey God, she's not well. It she's was not awful. Well. And it was my birthday the next day. It was your birthday. So all your birthday plans were cancelled. Yeah. We just stayed in and watched films. Oh. oh, well, at least I didn't kill my nan. Exactly, bonus. Right, Em, where are we? So we've we've just spent the night in Crocombe. Crocombe, I remember. And we had that mismatched breakfast because they there was lots of things they didn't have. And I remember now, actually, so they didn't have any hash browns, so they gave us chips. The other thing <laughs> was, I think they'd just finished one packet of veggie sausages and they've gone on to the next packet. So I had different sausages to Tom. That's always fun. And I think he had like one Linda McCartney and one of something else. They were basically having the freezer clear out. Yeah, it's like midweek tea. Yeah, they yeah. were putting it together because they hadn't done the big shop. Exactly. And was it nice? It was fine, but actually um, when you're walking straight yeah. away, you don't really want a full English. No, no, because it makes you feel a bit sick. Yeah, it's heavy on, and, and then you've got to strap your bag around your stomach. What would have been your ideal breakfast? Like granola and I just love porridge. porridge. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm a porridge gal. So could you not have got some of those? Not not that it was easy. You know those like instant porridge pots you can even make with a kettle. Yeah, they're not did. as nice without dairy though. Oh, mind you, you probably don't. Eat they, them. they they are they they do a dairy free one in most places. Um, okay. We did that a lot, actually, yeah. But um, at this particular place, there was just no shop anywhere. No, so yeah, this is a thing. It's not like you can carry them when you do get to a exactly. shop. Exactly. When you're thinking, you've got to think two days ahead, really, but you can't carry food for two days. It's ridiculous. I so, feel bad now because I can't remember what I made you for breakfast when you stayed at mine, but I didn't give you porridge. No, but we had a few, the bits of a, a full English that I like. We had the mushrooms, beans. Oh, I did. You and what the you hash liked, didn't I? Yeah. And a toast. Yeah. yeah, I did do your good bracket, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, I enjoyed doing that. <laughs> um, it's the it's the sausage and all that bit that drives yeah. puts you over the edge. Yeah, and I had too many like too much bread and it just makes yeah. you feel too Chip, stodgy. Chips. Doesn't it? Don't really want chips first thing in the morning, not do you? Really, not really. No. So we got back on the um, Quantox. So today we're we're walking. Well, this was funny as well because we're walking to a place, and again, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Called S T A W E double L Stowell or yeah. Starwell Stowell, and no one has heard of it. No one oh. in the area has heard of it. So in the pub the night before, we're talking about it. No, none of the locals. The bloke with the calendar, he's not heard of it. He's checking through his calendar. Maybe it made June. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not it's not there. <laughs> uh, at the breakfast, we're talking to the bloke on the bar. 
no, he's not heard of it at all. How funny. So we got on the Quantox and we're bumping into people. They're asking where we're going. No one's heard of this place. We can see it clearly on the map. So we're just having to hope that it's not yeah. a joke map, yeah. not a joke version of Google Maps. And whilst we're on the Quantox, a lady says, oh, hello, good morning. Uh, hi, hi, you all right? Beautiful desert, beautiful around here. She's from Leamington. Stop it. Yeah. They get everywhere, Em. They do get everywhere. <laughs> Did she know? Had she heard of Stowell? No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Is it, so what was she? Was she just on a little mini break? She's with her dogs. I think she's, yeah, she's just on a few days away. Oh, lovely. Oh, that, that was nice. She was very excited. Yeah, nice to see a, a fellow Lemontonian. Yeah. Lemtonian? Lemingtonian. Lemingtonian. That sounds much better. There you go. Um, and we found some chanterelles and some oyster mushrooms. Oh, so, foraging. Yes, but we didn't really know what the situation was with uh, cooking that night. So we didn't actually take any. Oh, that's nice of you. You're very good, aren't you? But anyone that's listening, they do exist in the Quantox. That's exactly. I bet Tom was excited when he saw those. Very. Did he get some snaps? It gives you a bit of a buzz and a bit of a lift. He did get some snaps. Of course yeah, he did. Of course he did. Love some mushroom. Um, and lots of horses just knocking about there. Oh, They're of course, because it's so that area, yeah. Yeah. And we saw a trout jumping out of a reservoir. Of Did you? Obviously, I don't remember it, but I've written it down. That's cool. It rained a lot again, stopped in Bridgewater. Oh, I remember. Have you been to Bridgewater? No, but I have actually heard of that place. Yeah, so we were absolutely soaking. Oh. We found this pub. And I took, we took off as many clothes as we could yeah. and like put us, laid our socks out in the, I mean, it's a bit gross. Got to do what you got to do, sir. We've not We've actually talked to. about the washing situation. We'll have to have a recap on that. Well, we're stinking at this point. We are stinking. But you're still um, trying to hand wash your clothes each night, aren't you? And get them dry. Yep. So we've laid out our socks to try and get a bit drier because we're just squelching. Yeah. Like our feet oh, were God. soaked. So we had a jacket potato in this pub and played a bit of pool. Nice. And there was like, it was a massive pub. It reminded me a bit of an, like an American bar. Okay. It was a strange vibe. And there was, because it's like the middle of the day, there was like a couple of locals at the bar. The only other people in the pub were about 14 drinking J2Os. It was really weird. <laughs> and then we went to Big Sains, I've put. Oh, that's exciting. Big Sains in Sainsbury's? Yeah, we went oh, Big Sains. Big Sains, lovely. Um, I bet that was exciting when you saw that. Yeah, so we needed to get a few bits to eat that night. But did you still not know what the cooking situation was going to be? We weren't sure. Like, obviously, yeah. it gives you an overview on Airbnb. But to be honest with you, when it's somebody else's house. Yeah. So this was a, a what they call a homestay. Oh, when okay. You are staying in somebody else's house whilst they're there as well. But you you just do what you like in their house. But it still feels a bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah, we did a couple of them back in Cornwall. Yeah, I remember because there was one that, specifically said you're not allowed to use the kitchen didn't you and then yes. she delivered your porridge to you yeah she's the one that had the big poo <laughs> that's the one yeah but she was actually a great host yeah apart from <laughs> leaving an absolute stench <laughs> so we walked over a thing called king sedgemore drain nice and then we did make it to starwell it is a real place well i'm glad that you confer so hang on what's um King Sedgemore Drain. It's like a, a man-made river. Oh, okay. So you just walked along a path next to it. Well, on this particular day, and we just walked over it on a bridge, but 
tomorrow we'll walk actually alongside it sometimes so like what? a runoff like a reservoir type thing i just had a vision of you wading through it and it reminded me of a program <laughs> that brad and i have been stumbling across before bed i think it must be on a thursday evening quite late on the discovery channel of course i don't know if you've seen it it's called naked and afraid i've heard of this have you right i've not seen it please give it a watch if you can (laughs) because two nights ago we were watching it and we really got the giggles and i don't know the full backstory of what happens but essentially it's two strangers are naked and are dropped onto this um place in this particular episode i don't know if it's different places different episodes it was somewhere in mexico where there was obviously nothing there it was on like a beach and the two people are American, a female and a male. I think she was a police officer because at one point she was like, I just have to get myself into my officer mindset and just <laughs> push on through it. And it is the weirdest program ever, but it is quite addictive. So they have to essentially just survive, but they're naked. Now, most people, because Brad's caught this a few times, the first thing they do is try and make some sort of like, modesty cover sure for their like genitalia these what two just they didn't use? bother they right. use like yeah they use like leaves around like a bit of like a bit of twine if they find anything and stuff like that these yeah. two full cock and balls out <laughs> you know where are they like is there is there likely to be any like passing members of the public no no okay, it's very good. secluded so they're on this like it's literally like a de- looks like a desert island right They've never met before, you know, they're bending over to pick up wood. There's a so full they moon. Are toge- they are together. They're not dropped separately. They're dropped together, I believe. Okay. We didn't see right. the first of it. But night one, the first thing you think, not that I'd really know how to do it, but you want to get a fire lit, don't you? Because of the yeah, smoke. Of it's like a natural thing to get rid of bugs. Well, they didn't do that. And they were just both naked and afraid. Just lay there. <laughs> She's going, hey, I'm, I'm getting bit up everywhere. The next month, they had like no sleep because the, all the sand bugs and everything the next oh morning God. oh I couldn't stop laughing but I did feel sorry for the woman she was head to toe in bites he wasn't as bad but you could tell. the poor woman was covered I couldn't see any part of her skin that wasn't bitten they haven't eaten anything still at this point either give it a watch guys it's quite funny I've not ever seen a full episode only the odd like 20 minutes but she stubbed a toe towards the end of the episode quite badly and first point they're losing you can see how much weight they're already losing we got to day 28 i don't know how long this goes for i had to go to bed at that point i was like it's getting late so i i reckon after day three i'm ready to go home and have a bath they were just so like day 28 were they wearing any sort of clothing oh no still full cock and balls i mean you (laughs) see it on the telly they've blurred it out yeah (laughs) thank god you know, they've probably just got very used to it by this point. Mm. They had a little bag that each had a little canvas bag over them where they could collect firewood and stuff. So sometimes they'd position that over right. the front, but not always. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Hilarious. Perhaps that's my next thing, Emma. I'll go on Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. There you go. <laughs> there was, she got bitten by a tarantula one night and she was just like, I've been bitten by a spider. And I was like, we saw this tarantula. I was like, up if you know, it was. Oh, did you get my text when I tried to ring you last Friday when I was driving home? Oh no, because I was at work, wasn't I? I've not told you what happened to me last Friday. It's spider related. Something to do with a spider in the in the car. Oh my goodness! Right, so I set sail from here to drive down to my mum and dad's. I'm feeling sick talking about it now. As fans of the podcast will know, I have a terrible fear of spiders. I'm driving down. I'm on. I think I was on the M6 at this point 
doesn't matter. Over mice, you know, like you have a screen in your car where your Apple CarPlay is playing. Well, you might do, Em. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen my car. Well, basically it was like a bright lit up screen and right. I'm like, you know, I'm just driving. I've got a podcast, so I'm listening to a podcast. All I see is a spider crawling over the screen. Now, I will be completely honest, it wasn't big, but it was one of those chunky bodied things. And I don't, I mean, I don't like any of them. So it's probably about, I don't know, maybe the size of like a 50p. Right. Oh, big enough. My God. But it's crawling over the screen diagonally towards like (laughs) my area in the steering wheel. I won't do what I did because it was not make for good listening. I was like, <gasps> and I was like, oh God, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So I phoned Brad. Because he'll be able to help. I was like, Brad, there's a spider. There's a spider. And he was like, right, um, get it together. It's not going to hurt you. Like, chill out. And I was like, hyperventilating, but trying to stay calm because I was like, this is, this is coming for me. It's going to get me. So I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm on the motorway here. I need to keep it together so I've got into the inside lane I'm keeping it like 60 I think which isn't too dangerous is it to drive at 60 no No. I wasn't like causing any issues it wasn't really very busy oh god I lost it long story short Brad was like um you need to kind of I found there was a services like Warrington services so I came off there pulled into the services my head was all over the place went into the petrol part of it which was loads of people and it was really lit up I leapt out of my car like you've never seen anything before and I was like shaking my whole body down I could see people looking I wasn't bothered at this point I was like freaking out I shone a light I was still on the phone to Brad shone a light like it was sat underneath my steering wheel where there's like a little ledge ready to pounce on me it was what was it I'd been sat there it was catching sure. a ride I then couldn't move I was like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do but I was like I'm just go and ask someone to help you because oh my you're gonna God. Be, I know it's embarrassing <laughs> but I just wasn't bothered there were these two guys and there was a lorry and you know you can just tell the friendly and I was like are you scared of spiders? Well, just my luck, don't speak a word of English. Right. But I could tell they were kind. So I started to act out a spider. Oh my God. I'm acting out what I was like, spider, <laughs> spider with my hand in my car. And I was like, scared. And then they started laughing, the one that was putting the yeah, petrol in the other you one. you absolutely insane. Oh, they definitely, like, there was no risk of me being abducted in this <laughs> garage. I was risk to everyone around them. I think everyone was like, there's a psycho that's just jumped out of this car. The guy came over, he was so nice. And I was going, he was going, yes, yes. And he literally picked it I up. But he was so hand. disappointed when he saw the size of the spider. Oh, he, but he, obviously, he couldn't speak English. He didn't tell me what his plan was. I didn't think he was going to go straight in there with his hand when he saw it. So I screamed, which then made the guy jump out of his skin, the poor man. And he like then got rid of it for me. And I was like, thank you. He could not get away from me fast enough. No, I bet. I was like, thank you. I was like, I wanted to buy him like a cream egg or something or a bottle of booze or something in the shop. And he was like, thank you. No, no problem. No problem. He might do his own podcast and be talking about you. Yeah. He was wary of me. Definitely. I was like, thank you. I didn't care. I had my car doors open. I had my handbag on the front of the car. I was like, I just didn't care. I was like, somebody needs to help me in this situation. But how lucky that we found it straight away and he got, I don't know what I'd have done. And I don't know what I would have said if you'd have come and asked me for help in a car. What would you have said? I'd, I'd, I'd have laughed. I would have helped you. You would, yeah, wouldn't course. you? I but know it's 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 embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Just shows the power of body language and mime. <laughs> yeah. It was lovely. It was absolutely lovely. I was very oh, well. I'm pleased it's a it's a happy ending. Why did we get onto spiders? I don't know. <laughs> so you've got to Starwell. You've confirmed it is a real place. Yep. 
and we got to the Airbnb. So it's a, you know, it's a homestay with the lovely, and I and I really emphasise this. They were they couldn't have been better hosts. Oh, brilliant! Di and Chris, and we got them on Facebook now. Oh, um, and you could use the whole house. It was literally make make this house your own. Oh, that's so. Lovely. We sat in the kitchen and had our dinner and. They invited us to watch telly with them that evening. We didn't. We needed to go to sleep. But yeah, um, yeah it was they were great hosts. Oh, that's brilliant! So you, ha, what had you bought for your tea? I, th- I think we just had a few bits and bobs, you know, yeah. a bit of hummus and falafel and stuff like that. Oh, nice picky tea, picky tea. That's nice. But then I suppose you were like, oh, we could, you could have probably got something. Yeah, we could have done in hindsight. But they, I mean, they were allowing us to use their drink their teas or whatever oh, i'm pretty nice. sure they offered to go and get us a pizza i think they were having pizza but Aww. we'd already bought stuff so we needed to eat it so we've slept over at this house in starwell that does okay. exist and um well today um, it's day 23 and we're going to be walking from starwell to glastonbury oh we all know glaston somewhere we've all heard of have you been to the festival I've not been to the festival. No, have you? You've been once, have you? I've been once. Yeah, Brad's has been twice. He always said after the first time he'd never go back because he has had two very different experiences. The first time he went, it was—I mean, I was going to say the one that was on the news. They're always on the news. It was the one that was the wettest Glastonbury ever. Yes, and where everyone was like, absolutely caked yeah, in the mud. Yeah, and like they were basically advised to leave all of their stuff, and they did like a big right. clean up of the field because it was just so bad. And he he honestly described it. I remember he always says that. I think he went with definitely with his brother Danny and some other of the lads, and he said it was like depressing. Just <laughs> that in mud, depressed. So he always said never again. But then we did go again. I think it was like God, it was a long time ago. But it was at that point, it was the hottest ever Glastonbury on record. So he's very had different the two. experience. I absolutely loved it. I'm really glad that I did it for what you actually like. I don't know value for money. What you pay to go and see mm. a, a pop yeah. star or a band, you know? <laughs> yeah. When you think, I mean, back in the day, obviously Glastonbury was way cheaper when we went. I think we went in 2010. I think it's three 320 this year. See, which isn't it isn't bad that when you think, yeah, it's five days, isn't it? Well, uh, so I've never been in and I've never, I'm not one to like get on the phone and yeah. do all that kind of oh, stuff. I don't, yeah. You know what I'm like? I don't want any yeah. stress in my life. No, it was very um, stressful getting those tickets. And I like a little festival, um, you know, like a small festival where you see the same people every day. Yeah, you do like that. I do, yeah, because you, you just, Glastonbury is giant. But yeah, I don't remember, I feel like it was about 200 and something when we went. And for what you actually get for it, it is, I would recommend it. It's, a, it's something that I always wanted to do and I'm glad I've done it. So we're on our way to Glastonbury. The festival is not on. Oh, thank God. It would have been carnage. It would have been bedlam on the yeah, road. We wouldn't have got through, basically. <laughs> yeah, so we wake up in this lovely homestay in Starwell with this couple. And um, the breakfast was to die for. Okay. So there's no cooked option, but breakfast was included and everything's homemade. It's like oh. homemade granola. Oh, um, Lots of different yogurts and fruits, some homemade jams and bread. Oh, this is right up your street. Oh, it was the best breakfast we'd had on the trip so far. Honestly, oh it was goodness. so good. And they had three cats. Oh, I like a cat. You do like a yeah. cat, don't you? That's lovely. So did it come to your table to take an order? Is it to your room? Well, it, like most of it was on the table. And oh, I think no. there was two other couples staying as well. So there's definitely another couple there at the breakfast table. No. It's kind of like a, you know, come and share breakfast. Oh, and then if no. you wanted it toasted, then they came in, asked you how many slices you want, that sort of thing. Oh, 
that's lovely. I can make him a package and not add my tea yet. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what as well. Yeah, so the lady, um, she took a photo of us out in her garden. We said we we had an allotment and stuff. So she showed us a veg patch. Oh, nice. Very enthusiastic. And then in passing, she mentioned one of her friends. Turns out her mate is the lady we stayed with in St Agnes. Stop it. Yeah, what the chances? And how They're... far away was St Agnes from... Oh, absolutely miles away. They met online during the pandemic. Eh? An yeah. online friendship? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, what are the chances? What are the... i tell you what, what are the chances? So she took a photo of me and Tom by the veg patch, which she posted on her Facebook. Oh, and then the other lady saw. And yeah, she exactly. Could... Yeah. Nice, lovely. <laughs> so we're on our way to Glastonbury. Well, um, today is not a good day in the Why? story. So we walk along a thing called King Sedgemore Drains. Okay. And it's basically a man-made river, overflow kind of river. But it's like it, lo- it just looks like a normal river, you wouldn't know. Right. But it's a dead straight line. Okay. When we started on there, Tom's got the map on his phone, OS Maps. And where it says the path is on the phone, there is not a path in real life. Uh. To me, it looked more like there was a path on the other side of the river. Okay. So we walked for a bit where it didn't feel like there was a path till we came to a gate that was closed. And then we walked back because we're like, this isn't right. And went back over a bridge and got onto the other side of the river. So that probably added at least half a mile onto our journey. You don't need it. You don't need it. How far are you walking today? It's a good question. In theory, it was going to be 13 and a half miles. And we thought we'd nip this in the bud because... We're meeting our mate Ashley in Glastonbury. He's coming to oh, stay with us, lovely. do a bit of the walk with us the next day. Nice. So we want just want to get there. So we've already walked back a bit, gone onto the other side of the uh, river, which on maps doesn't say it's a path, but okay. it looks like there's a bit of a path there. And that's the route for the day. So that's what we've planned. Okay. So we traipse down the river for, yeah, probably a good four or five miles. And there's lots of cows <laughs> Oh, no. It wasn't a pleasant walk. I did not feel comfortable. There was lots of, there was also lots of geese. Oh, hey, also quite a scary creatures. Well, they can they can hiss. Yeah, they do. Yeah, peck, don't they? we don't see a soul. Oh, just lots of cows, geese, and swans. It doesn't feel quite right, but that's the route. Okay, and in theory, this river takes us all the way to Glastonbury. So we just keep going with it. And then eventually we hit the A361, <laughs> which, um, which goes over the river. Right. So you have to cross, you can't go under, you can't go under the road. You have to cross the road. So you come out in like um, a lay, there's a bit of a lay by there. And then you cross the road. And on the other side of the road to get back onto the river, there was a big gate with lots of barbed wire and locks. <laughs> Definitely oh. should not be going through there. And about 500 cows. Oh, no. So basically we're trapped because there's no way off the river that we've been walking down. Like it's just a straight river and miles of fields either side. It's not like there's another route we could have taken. So basically to reroute, you'd have to have gone all the way back up the six miles you've just walked down there. Exactly. And then reroute and then walk six miles plus. No, not an option. It wasn't an option. And Ashley was going to be in Glastonbury in a couple of hours time. Oh, yeah. But you're not used to having the pressure of actually needing to meet someone. Oh, it was pure pressure. Yeah. Um, So we were stuck. So you literally stood next to this very much locked up gate with barbed wire. 
Well, we crossed back over, so we stood in oh, the lay-by. The lay-by. Okay. Because there's nowhere else to go. I mean, yeah. we either go back on ourselves. Yeah. Or I decide, let's get an Uber. Let's just get an Uber around the corner. Yeah. Because yeah. that's as far as we need to just get off safety this busy first. road. Safety first. Safety first, yeah. And Tom's like, it goes against everything we're doing. We've got to walk the whole way. <laughs> we I'm don't like, want to die, Tom, on the yeah, road. That goes against you, it. Well, that wasn't an option, but the option yeah. was to add like 12 miles onto yeah, our journey no. that day. It was absolutely ridiculous. No. Plus then we didn't have an alternative route. Yeah. So our options were to get an Uber, yeah. to wait for Ashley to come and pick us up, but he's going to be another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine you like just sat in this labor. <laughs> yeah. Um and then oh yeah, so Uber doesn't doesn't go there. Oh yeah, it starts raining. Oh you're joking. It's just everything's it, worse in the rain. And we haven't got much food. Oh no. So yeah, it starts raining, we haven't got much food. Uber is not a not an option. Oh, yeah, you always forget that. We all just think our oh, Uber's in every area and it's just not. Well, it's not there at Glastonbury. Oh. We thought Glastonbury would have Uber, but yeah. no. Both of our phone batteries are going to die at some point. Oh, God. Um, so we, we ring round all of the local taxi companies. Nice. 90% of them don't want to do it because uh, they don't want to come to where we are on that particular A road <laughs> to just go around the corner. Fair enough. Not worth Which is time. fair, yeah. Um, I think one of them said they'd do it in an hour for about £40. <laughs> like, that's not an option. Yeah. Whilst we sat there, we sat on a rock. Um, a bloke comes out of a horse box that was in the lay-by. <laughs> had, that lay- had that horse box been there the whole time? Yes. Right. Turns out he's been living there since the festival. Stop it. Well, this classic Glastonbury type, this isn't is it? classic. So he comes out of the horse box. He says, I won't get too close. I've got COVID. Brilliant. I've, <laughs> I've been living in this lay-by in this horse box since the festival. So hang on, he's got COVID from Glastonbury? Yeah. And he's just thought, right, best thing for it is to stay in this lay-by and yeah, just basic, get out. Yeah, basically. Oh I also love the honesty of him being like telling you that he's got COVID. And then Brilliant. he's like, I'd take you around the corner, but if you get in my horse box, you'll probably get COVID. Yeah. Like, no, you're all right, thanks. Was there? There wasn't any horses in his horse, but it was just him. No, he's living, living in there. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I've got a few mates, so probably help you out. Nice. We're like, look, don't like, don't worry. We'll try and find. A, we'll try and find some way of getting there. We'll try and find a taxi or hitchhike is my yeah. next yeah. option. Yeah. So he goes back in his horse box, but he's perfectly pleasant, and yeah. uh, we have a bit of a chat with him. Then I'm thinking, right, we're hitchhike. Now, occasionally somebody does pull into the lay-by to turn around or something. Okay. And I think I approached about three people who (laughs) all were going in the opposite direction or weren't interested. Yeah. And we must have been there for over an hour. Oh, my God. When a Jimny pulls in. Right. And old boy gets out and walks into the bush. He's obviously going for a wee. But that, I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking we need to get to Glastonbury. Yeah. So I'm like, hi, hi, excuse me. He's literally turned around like uh, doing up his flies. Oh, his todgers still up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, hello, <laughs> old boy. And I said, um, don't you suppose you're going anywhere near Glastonbury? He went, as it happens, I am. <laughs> I said, is there any chance... You might be able to give us a lift. We're we're stuck. 
You went, jump in. So his name's Merv. Merv. <laughs> Love Merv. Um, and I can't remember his wife's name, but she's got an arm in a sling. Oh, bless her. And she's in the front. Yeah, we're 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 crammed in the back. Nice. Like, I think they had a few bits and bobs in there as well. So yeah. we're sort of squashed in the back. And um they take us around the corner into a place called Street, which is just next to Glastonbury. Okay. So we have a good chat with them on the way around. Oh, lovely. How long are you in the car with them for, sir? Oh, less than ten minutes. Oh, lovely. But um, oh, lovely people. Wouldn't accept oh. any money from us. Oh, how nice. And then I said, oh, we're staying at the campsite that we were staying at that night. It was called Bob's Field. Okay. I mentioned this to Merv and his wife. And he went, we know Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, Bob, can down a point in seconds. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Oh, so did he say how he knew Bob just from the local area? I'm oh, thinking he just from the knew pub. Him. Yeah, probably knew him from down the pub. From the pint down in contests. <laughs> Brilliant. Did she say why her arm was in the sling, the poor woman? I didn't want, didn't like to no. ask him. You just don't know. Could have you? been part of her look, you know? It could have been, you yeah. never know. I'm not, I don't think so. <laughs> like Nelly with a, Nelly. With a plaster on, yeah. Oh, why did Nelly have that plaster? He had them all removed. <laughs> I've always wondered. Is he, that? is he still going? At first, Nellie wore the Band-Aid to cover up a basketball injury. Okay. But according to Entertainment Weekly, after that scar healed, Nellie kept wearing it in honour of ex-St. Lunatic Lavelle Webb, a.k.a. City Spud, who collaborated, <laughs> <laughs> who collaborated with Nellie on his hit song, Ride With Me. In order. Oh, if you want to go and take a ride with me. me. Good song. Nellie admitted you. Oh, so in honour of Lavelle Webb, who collaborated with him with Ride With Me and was serving a 10-year prison sentence. So this oh, was lovely. a tribute to his friend that was in prison. So it must have meant something to them both. So he's not had a mole removed. Perhaps she had had a basketball injury. Maybe. And it just stuck in honour yeah. of a friend that was serving a prison sentence. Exactly. <laughs> These things happen. So... We felt some guilt about not walking that stretch. Okay. What do you think? I don't think you should feel guilty at all. It wasn't physically possible. No, it 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 really wasn't. I mean, it would have been stupid to go back. Yeah. And Tom talked right about thing. like going back and redoing that section, but I just think that's also, that's crazy. You weren't doing a Guinness World Book of Records, whatever it's called, Guinness Book of Records. No one was. You didn't have an independent adjudicator checking it's, in on it's you. All you part were on a holiday. The, yeah, it's all part of the experience, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that car ride was meant to happen because you know, Mev, Mev, Melv, Merv, Merv, Merv knew Barb and knew he could down a pint in seconds. Yeah, exactly. And you would give them a story to tell all their friends that loved yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank God for Merv and his wife. I know, it could have been a long night in that horse box. <laughs> <laughs> and we would have had COVID. COVID. We would have to stay with him for 10 days. Oh my God, you would. Yeah, because that was the time we all had to isolate. I yeah, don't know probably. If he, what would he have put on for breakfast? Not much, <laughs> don't think. Not a lot from the labour. No. <laughs> no. Oh no, you don't like to think. So we made it, so we walked from Street to Glastonbury, which is basically nothing. Thank God. Um, and we're staying in this Bob's Field. Nice. Which was great. And then Ashley came along and, oh, we, to be honest, we slept in luxury that night because Ashley brought his big tent. Oh, So all three of us were in there. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, because yours was, yours was tiny. Small, wasn't it? Yeah. So we had um, a big, I don't know, it might have been five or six man. Oh, brilliant. The three of us in there, so it was a lot warmer. Yeah. 
Ashley's big bloke. He's tall, He's tall. He's oh, tall, but it's so nice man. to see a friend, someone that you knew as well. Yeah, and he'd, because he, he'd driven there, so he'd brought like barbecue and loads of oh, food for brilliant. us and stuff. Yeah, really treated us that That's night. Nice. So how many nights did you stay with Ash? Uh, we had two nights on the campsite That's with Ashley. Amazing. So that was like a bit of a break. So that was your rest day, was it? The next day. No, no. So we did oh. walk the next day. We'll come on to that. Um, okay. Sorry, Sam. I'm getting um, excited. But what we did so that we could stay at the same campsite was we walked and then we got a bus back. Oh, okay. And then we got nice. the bus back out to where we'd walked to. Yeah, that was allowed, day. wasn't it? That was allowed. That's yeah, not that's nice. not cutting any corners. So could you leave your backpack at that campsite that day then yes. when you're walking? Oh brilliant. Oh it's bliss. I bet you felt light as a feather, but you were bloody running, weren't you? Yeah, basically. Honestly, you can't I can't tell oh, you the difference it makes. Yeah. Ten kilograms is a lot. Yeah. It was great. So what is Glastonbury actually like? Because I only know it obviously from the festival, but even though on the first day we got there, we did actually get a bus from Glastonbury Festival into the place to go to a pub. But I, all I remember is this little pub that we went to. to yeah, like so we wandered meal. in on the first night just for a drink and it's very witchy and wizardy. Yeah. I, I mean, it attracts a certain type. Yeah, hippies. I've actually got a mate, Pete, who goes there like every weekend that he can, him and his family. They absolutely love it. Oh, right. And what do they love about it? Just it's like really free-spirited. Yeah, it is is free-spirited. There's lots of witchy shops. Nice. Lots of cider. Flat cider for you? Flat cider. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's some interesting places. Can't remember the name of the pub that's really old and like witchy and lots of different old rooms. That Well, I think there's something to do with, um, what's that wizard that people like? Merlin. So he maybe is from Glastow. I don't know. I'll be getting it wrong. Who, Merlin? Yeah. I don't know what the connection is. But that night we went to Chippy M, you know. Oh, you know what I'm like with the chips. You love a chippy, don't you? So um, whilst we're in there, <laughs> this couple were having an absolute blazing row outside on the streets of Glastow. Like everyone in Glastonbury. Was, no, it wasn't Merv, was it? It, it wasn't wife. Merv. <laughs> um, everyone knew about it. Oh, God. What what was going on? I can't remember what the argument was about. I'm not sure it was clear. But uh, um, it was very awkward for everybody in the chip shop. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, what you want? Yeah, chip, yeah. Yeah. Was, was this what swearing? <laughs> yeah, well, I think oh. one of them, one of the people that was involved in the argument was try, was also ordering chips. So we Brilliant. were all sort of part of it. Oh, God. Yeah, you don't want that. No, not ideal. No. What did you have in the chippy? Can you remember? I'm starting. I think I just had chips, actually. Did you? Yeah. Chips with curry sauce, probably. Oh, I love curry. English curry. English curry. Oh, not a Chinese curry. What? No, chip shop curry sauce. Well, oh, we, I can inform you. So I'm a bit confused here. When I moved here to, to, the, to the north, to Manchester, yeah. I'd only ever had English curry. Yeah. But up here, and I imagine lots of areas, there's English chippies or Chinese chippies. Oh, right. And the I curry sauce and a Chinese chippy is not obviously the same. So, you know, it's like the English chippy curry sauce is like a bit, it's got like bits in it. Yeah. Chinese curry is smooth. Oh. So you've never had it. It tastes the same. Yeah. Uh, not the same, but it is nice. But I would prefer English curry because that's what I'd been used to. So but Brad the... had never really had English curry. So it is a chip shop run by Chinese people. Well, yeah, it's usually part of a Chinese takeaway oh, okay. as well. So it's like a Chinese chippy as well as right. so you can get like chicken fried rice, I Chinese see. meals, all your favourites, your, your main ones. And then all there's the all sort of a chippy as well. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. Well, I, I like a proper chip shop chip. 
it, it's still a chip shop chip and a Chinese chip. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. Very good Chinese chip is around here. Because yeah. I quite like sweet and sour sauce on a well, chip. Well, you'd be able to have that, Sarah, at the Chinese okay. chippy. Anything well, I'm going to look out for trouble. it now. Yeah, there you go. Mm, I like um, curry sauce and mushy peas. Do you know what we have up here? And this is mainly a Wigan thing. Chips, Babby's Ed and pea wet. Do you know what that is? What? Yeah. So they call it, um, so the ba- Babby's Head, Baby's Head is a pudding and it's meant to look like the back of a baby's head because it's upside down. Right. Yeah. And then pea wet is the liquid pea juice off the mushy peas. What? I know. What's the pudding? Like steak and kidney or something? Yeah, like a, or like a steak pudding. So they'll, they'll say like, I'll get me chips, um, Babby's Head chips and pea wet. Wow. I've never heard <laughs> of this. It's a different language. I know. So yeah, that's, that's a, uh, I think it's more of a Wigan thing, but yeah, it is a thing. Oh, I like that. But they'll pour the pea wet over the, like over it to make it more like. Wet the soft. baby's head. Wet the baby's head. Wet in the baby's head. I also like a lot of vinegar. Yeah. And they never do enough. Well, do up here, sir, because we like everything wet <laughs> up here. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, I could just eat that, you know, now. Yeah, I thought about going down the chippy tonight. Did you? Yeah. Lovely. Perhaps I'll go tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Should we dream. go tomorrow, Tom? Yeah. Chippy. We go Pete, Pete's Place in them. Place as in pun of, of the fish? Yeah, of course. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's good then. So you got your chippy. Where did you eat it? At, back at the site or in the chippy? I, I think we ate it on the street. Yeah, streets. And then we went back to the site and then um, Ashley did us this whole big barbecue with oh, nice. loads of bits and pieces. And then we all slept in the tent and he snored all night. But we, slept, we, we were so much warmer and more yeah. comfortable than we would be normally in the tent. So we were very happy. Follow us on Insta at You Will Get Blisters. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you again next time.